Wow, this is amazing. Uh, hey, gang. <laughs> um, just some quality podcasters giving you some quality content here today, including one special boy guest. Say hello. Oh, the boy's right here, right up top. It's Michael. Hi, everybody. Hey, boy. Who knew? <laughs> hey, boy. <laughs> um, let me know if I can fuck with you, boy, in the words of Lala Kent. Um, so today we're talking about, you know what we're talking about. Wow, Michael and Vanderpump in the first 15 seconds? Uh, this is everyone's favorite episode. <laughs> it's mine. <laughs> today we're, we're just going right in and we're telling you that we're talking the originals, season two, episode three. Every Mother's Son. It's a fucking banger. Michael requested to be on this one, which is why he's here. And I would love to tell you what the fandom wiki says is the summary for this. When Klaus and Elijah receive a cryptic invitation to dinner from their mother, Esther, who continues to inhabit the body of Harvest Girl Cassie, they find themselves preparing for the worst. With the help of a new witch named Lenore, Klaus, Elijah, and Haley attempt to stay one step ahead of Esther. But things quickly take an unexpected turn. Oh, things don't take a a dangerous turn. That's that's Vampire (laughs) Diaries. It's unexpected turns on originals and dangerous turn on the Vampire Diaries. (laughs) Yeah, if I were to say the difference between these shows, it's that. Originals is more of a mystery box. (laughs) More unexpected. (laughs) Vampire Diaries is more dangerous. Oh, gang, this one absolutely fucks. Shall we, uh, shall we get right fucking into it? Just a few. Absolutely. Christy Carson. (laughs) Hell yes. Get it. (laughs) The trumpet. Jazz. The trumpet. Jazz. Hello, Vampire Diaries. We know the risk, but we have to podcast. I am one of your hosts, Latoya Ferguson. I'm Morgan Ludich. And I'm Jill Dayfield. And today we are discussing the originals, season two, episode three, Every Mother's Son. So with that in mind, you know I have to ask, Jill, how Mm -hmm. did you feel about this episode of television? Um, this was great. Yes! I I really like the like no action all performance yes. kind of episode, mm-hmm. and this this delivered. Yeah, everyone mm-hmm. was just on it. I did want to put in the chat at one point like this is just a fucking setup episode, <laughs> and it yeah, <laughs> and it's fucking fire. Yeah, everyone like it started with Vincent. He mm-hmm. just came in and hundred percent. Mm-hmm. And then the dinner scene with both Klaus and Elijah, both of them were like going all in. And I was like, this is fucking excellent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone <Acting>. is performing. <laughs> yeah. Full pussy, et cetera. Everyone's going for it. Yeah. It rules. And then you met Lenore. I was just going to oh. say, I fucking love Lenore. She is She's so good. When she showed up, I was like, first of all, beautiful. Yeah. Secondly, she can act, which is great. Mm-hmm. And then the whole the whole end happened, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Uh, yes, is, uh, but before, I'm happy. <laughs> yes, and we will talk about that. But before we do talk about that, we do have to introduce our mm-hmm. guest, and mm-hmm. this is yes. a special boy guest, Mr. Michael Chasen. 
Oh my god! Hi everyone. Uh, yeah, and I was—I guess I was in the intro too. Uh, hi. Um, yeah. No. I. Oh my god! I'm so excited to talk about this episode. Uh, I really season two of the originals. Morgan and I watched it all the way through for the first time uh, recently-ish in preparation of you know coverage continuing via this podcast and me needing to know what episodes of season two of the originals, which I'd never uh, seen in its entirety, that I actually wanted to talk about and. You know, I was way more into it this time around. I think season two of the originals, last time we gave up, like I'd seen this episode the first time we tried it. It didn't really connect for whatever reason. Like, I, I think I was just so excited to get through season six of the Vampire Diaries. Yeah. Like they were firing on every element over there. So I was just so impatient for any of this original stuff after not liking season one. So I just really didn't give it a chance. But now having watched all of season two, which I've done by this point, I am uh, a big, big, big fan of it. And I think, you know, now we're kind of in the golden age of the you know vampire diaries universe with these two seasons going on at the same time and really you know the first episode of original season two i was like oh maybe i should be on for that and then i watched the second episode and was like oh maybe i should be on for that like (laughs) really any of these any of the first like six episodes i kept thinking like god i really there's a ton to talk about especially comparing to like season one of the originals when it was like really hard to pick even like one episode i wanted to say anything about so yeah and this was the one i I watched there was just there's so much where it's like i it's incredible. I, I loved it. I it, it's this is where the season really starts, and I think uh, everyone is is so fucking good in it. It's just oh, it's it's delicious. I'm I'm very excited to get and into it. I do think that it says a lot that like all of our favorite power players aren't in this episode, and it's still just like was oh, so yeah. good. <laughs> it says a lot about the series where it's going. Oh yeah, it's like it's like they have all of it. They're finally mm-hmm. figuring out how to use what they already have and it's like awesome to see them like it kind of like all click into place cuz holy shit, this one rolls. And yeah, and before Morgan and I talk about uh, our past experiences with this episode, I will just say it's something we've teased Jill that mm-hmm. Esther has finally achieved peak Esther. She's yeah. done it. She's done the damn thing. <laughs> um, Michael referred to it as a long-held goal at one point. <laughs> and yeah, like, she's finally allowed to say sisters. <laughs> uh, like, Thanos getting all the fucking Infinity Stones or Hans Gruber opening the safe or, you know, any any of that, any of whatever triumphant moment you want to talk to of any villains ever had. Like, uh, they, they pretty much pale in comparison to Esther uh, awakening in the body of a black woman. I can't even believe that I didn't see this coming. <laughs> you know, like, based on everything, the way you guys talk about it, the sisters thing, like, how did I not see this coming? <laughs> like she was hopping into bodies. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's oh one my of those God. incredible inevitabilities where you're like, you never could have seen it coming, but also it was always leading there. It's great. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> great work. <laughs> um, Latoya, uh, Jill, any extra thoughts on this one before I ask Latoya the question? No, my only I missed uh, Mikey, Mike, and Davina and Josh, but that goes in with what I said before that my favorites were missing. <laughs> yeah. this, is, this is the mommy side of the story getting. This getting is the explained. mom. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, it's mommy time. Um, Latoya, what did you think of this episode? Uh, originally watching, I'm just like again, Vincent. I was like falling in love. I'm like, I what Finn sucks, but like Vincent is mm. a whole other level, and we'll we'll get into it. And also. 
again, for Esther to truly mm-hmm. become a sister, I was screaming. <laughs> <laughs> to become a sister and uh, an actress who was on the fucking wire. <laughs> it's yeah! like double black. Oh my God. Yeah, she's Kima from Unreal. the wire. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> It's amazing. It's it yeah, Sonia Stone's amazing and it's like an upgrade and also like that's what Esther wanted the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's really great and uh you know, I I'm also part of that group of people who it's like, you know, if you if you when you if you watch the wire in like the mid-aughts or whatever, you will like just forever imprinting on the entire cast <laughs> and like even you know, whether they become like superstars like Michael B Jordan or, or Idris Elba or they're just like more more bit players. But that's what's great. So, Sonia Stone is so like at a particular level of fame where she works consistently but isn't like yeah. a star so it's like the if she even her appearing in this episode i think doesn't tip the hand too much because it's like she could just be in this one episode like cool witch role that's absolutely something she would do but like it's like the equally, gina torres in season yes. one of the vampires thing yeah absolutely yeah. yes but equally like mm-hmm. this is also something she would do so it's very exciting that we're we're here now it's very funny to me that like finn and esther are both characters who exist for years before they are given what is their actual like definitive uh portrayal mm-hmm. yeah yeah her her speech at the end where she like she finally makes esther like make sense one and two seems scary to me yes yes yeah her power like because that's just been saying all of this same fucking shit like for the past several years of we this to, cinematic universe but we it's get to contrast to both me. performances in this episode all three all three performances unreal um unfair to that small child um but what she's are you gonna do to fucking richard Dreyfus. she's fine she's oh. fine <laughs> that's her uncle she's fine okay nepo baby oh, we're not gonna have most- another <laughs> thruster episode are we god this show has the most obscure nepo baby <laughs> <laughs> these, these these fucking shows are telling you like oh yeah did you know Orson Welles had like a niece and she couldn't act at all like it's <laughs> here she is <laughs> that was April Young like respects cinema <laughs> yeah God this one fucks uh, any other thoughts on it uh, no it was just uh, I mean Gia uh, Gia like Gia and Elijah okay yes. Oh, yeah. I, I'll be saying, okay, yes, for episodes to come, obviously. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Jill, how'd you feel about Gia? Oh, I love Gia. Yeah. But also, I want to point out that no one liked my wordplay with Thruster. Three Esther. Was- Thruster. <laughs> oh, oh, it's like, I it's didn't, like what I did I didn't know what you were doing, yeah. <laughs> I nodded it's, it's along. Like I love it. <laughs> Now like that all, I know what it is, I love it. I, I just nodded <laughs> along as if I understood. I'm, I'm like the listener. I, know, I was like, <laughs> no, one, hearing no one got 70% that. Seventy percent okay. of the jokes. <laughs> I love it now. <laughs> you have to it's go back now. in editing and have me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put in that I'll laugh add track. In the laugh. <laughs> I'm so sorry to, again to the listeners who, when there's not enough laughing. <laughs> Uh, I'm of course that's genuinely the only actual complaint there could be at this point who would still be listening if they didn't uh, like the laughing at this point yeah you're fucked like seriously like what are you complaining about at this point you're still listening that's a first six months issue (laughs) which I asked me if I liked the episode 
Hey, Morgan. Who, me? Yeah, you. (laughs) Did you like the episode? Gosh, I like this episode. Uh, When I first watched it, I I do not know how it didn't hit me right away. Like, I remember being really really impressed by, like, performances and things like that. But I think the way – I just had so much fatigue from season one. Mm -hmm. In season one, I was very much like, let's push through – and then mm-hmm. I was like, okay, let's push through season two, too. Like, that'll also be my attitude. And it mm-hmm. started to change in ways, but I didn't trust it, I think, is ultimately yeah. what happened. is Because I, I – even throughout season one, like, the way we talked about it, the show would seemingly, like, evolve past all of the problems with it, and then it would slide right back into old patterns. Mm-hmm. Like, even when moments of, like, you know, promise shown – I was just like, they were always getting stomped right back out. Like, Marcel was the coolest character in the world who sucks at everything. Like, and I just kept being like, fuck (laughs) this. Like, I hate this. Like, how am I, what the hell? So I think, but when this happened, I just like wasn't open to receiving it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really I was interested in how yeah. we were like watching season one and yeah, a mess. But I'm like, mm-hmm. how how did you get bored by season two? Even early on, I'm like, I don't understand that at all. Yeah, and the thing is, like, I just I like the looking back, I don't remember a lot of specifics. So all I can really assume is that I just was like, I don't know, can I believe any of this? Like, I, because like little Esther, like little teenage Esther, still sucks. Like, there's yeah. still flops within this great episode, but they threw that flop in the dang garbage. So <laughs> why do and, and replaced her with someone who's incredible and actually what will um, I don't hope this isn't too much of a spoiler. Stick around for a while. <laughs> Uh, and be excellent for, you know, long enough to justify their existence and for it to not feel kind of bullshitty. Um, And I will say the main thing I took away from the episode the first time I watched it was downloading uh, Banks's uh, Begging for Thread, which I really, really (laughs) liked and still do. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty much, yeah. Is that there's no cami in this episode. (laughs) There's no yeah. Cammy. No mention of Cammy even. There was a Josh mention. Mm-hmm. Gia's, Gia's first uh, mentor was Josh, and she was like, he just talks a lot. <laughs> like, we can all do better than this, right? <laughs> I'm sorry. I love Josh, but I don't think he should be anyone's mentor at this point. <laughs> he is not good at being a vampire yet. Um, and Michael, any thoughts on this? Uh, why do you want to be here? Oh, I think I, I think I went into it, but yeah, I just yeah, I just it, it's it's sick as hell. It's it's because you you know I'm here to you know I, I got to break down the boys. I'm here to give cogent analysis, mm-hmm. and uh, we you know we had a very important boys uh, get together at the end. It's you know and, and honest, I'll tell you right now mm-hmm. that it very makes my makes my makes my job here uh, <laughs> easy. Is there's two episodes this season. One is titled this one is titled every mother's son and i'll be on for the next one called brotherhood of the damned like it's not <laughs> it's not All complicated right. uh, i'll uh, you know they tell me when i need to when i need to show up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah if boys are in the title then the boy you get um but holy shit i'm so excited to talk about this one with you guys let's do this let's shit. do it Woo! okay so we open we're in the lycée um, i'm sorry Esther. the where? oh sorry the light yeah, um, thank we're you. in the lychee, <laughs> and Esther, who is still in Cassie's body at this point, is 
doing it says she's preparing breakfast but i was pretty sure she was doing a spell um <laughs> but anyways she's you know she, there's she herbs. Made breakfast we see the breakfast oh yeah right god i don't pay attention to shit i'm trying to i'm working on writing in my notebook uh she makes breakfast i guess and she writes an invitation and some very pretty calligraphy and she seals it in a silver platter with a lid very old tiny then at the michelson's compound in the courtyard Haley is like walking over to the table and there's like a huge breakfast spread and she's like, yo, <laughs> um, <laughs> what restaurant is missing a compelled chef? And Klaus and Elijah are like, I don't fucking know. Like, I didn't do this. Like, did you do this, Elijah? And Elijah's like, I didn't do this. <laughs> so they take the lid off the platter and a bird comes out. A starling. <laughs> Ooh. So many fucking birds in this episode are we to believe that klaus's bird tattoo is because yes. of his mommy yes we're supposed <laughs> to believe those are starlings yes that's the that's the thread well, <laughs> i'm screaming i'm yelling um so they're like what the fuck is that and klaus opens the invitation which reads dinner your home 8 p.m to say you're throwing me a dinner party baller move <laughs> yeah <That's great. laughs> dinner party let's go <laughs> this universe loves a dinner party and they always pretty much pay off so they're like ah oh, it's fucking master great we then go to a flashback we are in the what what the transcript refers to as late 10th century New World, a.k.a. Mystic Falls with the V and the K. <laughs> We're in the Michelson's tent. <laughs> we are in their tent, and they're hanging out, and Esther is original recipe Esther. And Esther is serving a big family dinner, you know, much like the one she plans to have tonight with all of her kids. And um, she's looking at all of them. She goes, oh, hey, where's Nick Klaus? And none of the kids are saying anything. They're all, like, looking at each other like, I don't know, who's going to say it? And uh, she's like, Elijah, where's your fucking brother? And Finn, because mm -hmm. we we are pretty heavy Finn flashbacks. Finn usually does nothing in flashbacks other than, like, be there in the corner. But since we're trying to, like, set up that Finn is an actual character who does things other than, like, you know, be in a box, he, like, Finn's <laughs> like, oh, he's in the woods. He's hiding. Uh, fucking snitch. This little Finn's a little bitch. <laughs> I could Truly not figure out which child was which. I was like, you couldn't tell from the little bitchery. <laughs> no, they were the all little bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's all I got for you. <laughs> the other girl is dead already. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um, so Esther walks out and she finds tiny little blonde Klaus in the woods. Jill, what do you think of this tiny little baby Klaus? He's so, so sad. Such <laughs> a sad child. The saddest boy to ever exist. Um, I I was losing my shit. It's in a way, it's cheating because it's like you know, whenever Klaus is like, my dad treats me like I'm Klaus. I'm like, well, yeah, he, you know, fair enough. You like you are, you are Klaus. But like, have a yeah. little boy go. He's treating me like I'm going to be Klaus. And I'm like, well, I mean, you're not. You're a little boy. That's not fair. <laughs> Who knows what you'll be? <laughs> You're full of promise. Um, and 
it turns out he is sitting against this tree stump because his dad told him he was going to take him hunting and he like never showed up. He's like, but I'm not good. He's like, I'm not good when I'm around him. And he gets angry at me. So Esther, yeah, so Esther tells him the story about when she is afraid, she listens to the starlings. Um, Her mother, when she was a little girl, taught one of them a tune. And since they all mimic each other's song, it spread until every starling in the forest could sing it. And when this, like, you know, when Mystic Falls with a V and a K uh, became their home, Esther brought like those same starlings to this woods. So whenever she hears one sing, it's singing her mother's song. And now whenever Klaus can hear it sing, it'll be singing, you know, the, for you. And like, you know, remember I'm with you. And she says always and forever. And she yanks him up to his feet. And Finn is like watching from afar. And he doesn't <laughs> like this. He's the only one who gets to be friends with mommy. <laughs> what a little piece of shit. What a little bitch. What is so great is that Vincent is incredible without sacrificing a single bit of existing characterization for Finn. Like, it's not like they're retconning and he's cool now. (laughs) They're like, no, he's just a little bitch in a different way. And it's what happens when you have a great actor playing the character. Yeah, he's just like, he's a little bitch, and he just can't stop seething about how much of a little bitch he is. He can't even rules. hold it in for two seconds. It's like, I don't think Esther planned for that during dinner. When you pointed that out, I was like, thank you for pointing that out, because it's so true. Um, like, uh, for the listeners, uh, when we were watching the big family dinner scene, and Finn was just started yelling at his brothers, Latoya was like, there's no way this was Esther's plan. Yeah. <laughs> he's going off book. And I'm like, yeah, he can't help himself. <laughs> he's just so full of anger and i it's love great. it it's way better than him just being like hi mom okay, I mom. Die. i'll stand outside the door while you talk to elena <laughs> okay i'll be the one who has to dies first like <laughs> boring this guy rules though so um in the present day uh, Haley and Klaus have this moment, you know, Klaus is out on the balcony and then he walks back into his bedroom and Haley is in there just lying on Klaus's bed, which I kind of love. Like there's something about that. Like they're, they're comfortable around each other now. And I think they've done a really good job of, um, not like lampshading that, but just showing that they are way more comfortable being around each other and they just kind of yeah. Yeah, are somewhat this is the fine of each other that too. Yeah. Is this <laughs> scene where she just tells him to shut up? <laughs> truly she's like it's times like this where i'm glad i never knew my mom (laughs) and klaus is like you know we've got a lot of enemies here and he's like your mom fucking sucks like she tried to kill our baby i will happily like go after her ass and klaus is like clearly very pleased by that that like Haley's like versus his mom yeah his little smile at her very cute Mm -hmm. Yeah, another thing I wanted to be on this for is because I think in small ways, it's a very good Haley episode. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Haley's acting like as an active member of the Michelson family in this, like very, like very clearly like within this unit and like she has skin in the game, like alongside the Michelsons, which definitely is not always the case yeah. in season Wouldn't one. Wouldn't have happened in season one. <laughs> no. 
Not at all. Um, so Elijah pops in and is like, hey, like Esther is a master at possession. We know what body she's in right now, and we need to figure out what she's fucking planning before she jumps into another one. And uh, Klaus is like, well, I mean, we can probably assume that her intentions for us are bad. True. <laughs> and Elijah's like, well, yeah, we unfortunately only have this afternoon to prepare for whatever's going to fucking go down tonight. And uh, yeah, they're they're all grumpy. Nobody is happy. I'm happy though, because <laughs> it's good. <laughs> um, then we uh, start kind of like our Marcel, Gia, Elijah plot of the episode. Uh, over at Marcel's, Marcel and Gia are like sorting through books or something, and Elijah shows up. And Marcel's like, "Hey, it's about fucking time! Like, I assigned you Gia, and you haven't taught her shit. Like, it's not like <laughs> you to shirk your responsibilities." The way the stuff they set up in the last episode, where Elijah White Fangs Marcel as a child, <laughs> this is something that I think, like, like it's not a retcon. It's it it is a new addition, but it works so well. Elijah fucking sucks. Like, I love that dude. (laughs) (laughs) But he's such a little bitch. He's like, I refuse to get attached, actually. I'll never help this girl. And I'm like, shut up. You love her already. Like, (laughs) he feels too much. And I just, I just fucking love him. And Elijah's like, she's not my responsibility. Like, you turned her. You teach her. And Marcel's like, okay, then why the fuck are you here? Elijah is looking for, like, a cooperative witch. Uh, you know, Marcel's like, I don't know where Davina is, and she is not happy with you. And Elijah's like, yeah, not Davina, somebody else. And Marcel's like, hmm, well, I do know someone who can help. It's Gia. Why don't you work with her? <laughs> <laughs> cute, 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 cute. And Elijah's like, this isn't funny. And Marcel's like, I'm not making a joke. Like, there's nothing funny about ev- all the shit that's going down. Michael's back. Witches are doing chaotic shit. You can use all the friends you could get, including Gia over here, who's good. And Elijah's like, <laughs> fine, I'll take Gia. I hate this. <laughs> uh, then at Russo's, Oliver is sitting there. He's he's drinking his very dark beer, and he is approached by Vincent, uh, who is there to meet Oliver. And Oliver's giving him guff right away. Like, he's like, who the fuck are you? Like, I don't know you. (laughs) I'm a better character than you. That's who I am. (laughs) For real. Uh, He's like, no, I'm who you're dealing with right now. And Oliver's like, no, I'm here to see Cassie. Like, you know, and it it just rules. Like, Finn shows up so fucking high status. And he is such an asshole. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's such an asshole. But I love that, like, his motion is, like, the world's tiniest violin. Yes. Yes, Move? yes, yes, so good. <laughs> so, for those of you who didn't rewatch the episode, Jill is referring to is crazy. the way rewatch the episode. You should rewatch. Yeah, it's really fun. Uh, the way that Vincent does his magic, which essentially he makes like the okay sign that's now like a white supremacist thing, and he just rubs his fingers together in the tiniest circle ever, and when he does that. Everyone else feels horrible pain. Well, he kind of like he kind of blows into it too. Mm. He kind of like breathes yeah. into his fingers and then kind of like holds so it between cool. his finger and thumb as it does yes. the like orange like so filtery. We're all ju- in it's love so right good. now. It's what's Who happening here. 
Who makes that decision? Is that the actor making that choice? Is that in the script? Is it the who who came up with that? I, you guys probably I, don't know the answer, it might be but like I'm, a discussion I want between to know. <laughs> the, like the showrunner and uh, and the actor. Like it could be a combination like where they decide together because obviously it's different from what we've seen with witchcraft mm-hmm. in general. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's such a cool physicalization of magic. And as this season, as like this series goes forward, like I think Originals does a lot cooler shit with magic than Vampire Diaries does. Um, because, you know, like Vampire Diaries magic is mostly on Bonnie, who mostly just like says Fesmatos something and then a cool thing mm-hmm. happens. Um, and not that that's not cool. Not that Kat Graham doesn't fucking rule when she does that shit. She does. But it's not always necessarily like a new and inventive way to show magic going on. And it's like in the first season, we had that thing where Davina had to untangle the ball of rope because it was like representational yeah. magic. I find that like physicalizing the magic in an interesting way makes it so much cooler. It reminded me a lot of like the magicians. The mm. magicians, like magic is a series of hand symbols, <laughs> like you're doing some kind of complicated dance routine. Um, so I'm assuming that like they had like a choreographer for that kind of shit who told them how to do this. But this, I mean, I assume like some kind of wonderful mix of like actors choice showrunners directors like whatever Mm -hmm. they found to make it look and the choice for his magic to just appear effortless so cool (laughs) so good yeah he just like reeks of status it's it is cool as hell uh so he gives oliver like a heck of an ouchie but uh he offers him a zurok ring great to see a zurok as always (laughs) So you don't just have to keep holding the zoo rock and like I guess hold it in your mouth or paw as a, as a wolf. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> so Oliver's like, okay, so if I don't want to talk to like the second in command and Finn's like, then you'll feel the pain of my tiny violin. <laughs> and uh, he's like, I'm gonna make an example of you to show what happens when Cassie's requests are denied because I fucking speak for her. And he says, uh, your ring comes at a price and you're going to start paying for it today. And Oliver is fully whipped. Um, he has Same. no recourse. A lot of our previous Vincent scenes have just been very brief. So this is the mm-hmm. first like meet we get with him. And it's mm-hmm. it's so good. Yeah, he's been doing a lot of like, yes, mother, or no, mother, yeah. like that kind of stuff. Yeah. So this is really right. like his first big up. Or yes, Cammy, no, Cammy. The two types of women, mothers and Cammies. Uh, <laughs> mother to Cammy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, then uh, we go to a d- dinner party planning scene. Uh, Klaus is in the dining room, you know, working out all the details. He's talking to caterers. He's looking at different wine choices. I love this. I I love that they're like, well, we're not going to throw some bullshit dinner party. Obviously, this thing's <laughs> going to be elegant. <laughs> Skip the salad course. <laughs> <laughs> I I love these people. Yeah, he's like, skip this salad course. Let's not make this any fucking longer than it has to be. <laughs> and Haley comes in and it says, all right, I guess letting Oliver live paid off because he just let me know everything that just happened over at Russo's. 
And class is like, okay, so she's trying to build some kind of alliance so that she can have backup to destroy us. And Haley asks, like, why do you hate her? She's your mom. Like, <laughs> and it's like a really good point. She says she has six kids. It's not like she didn't have the maternal gene. And class is like, actually, there were seven of us. And I do think she used to love us a lot. Um, and, you know, he talks about the two children that Esther lost, one before he was born, and then Heinrich, who was killed by the werewolves, uh, and says, the loss of another child pushed my mother over the edge. So she, she used her magic to turn us into immortals. I think that's when she loved us the most, but it was her undoing. It triggered a sequence of events that led to the reveal of her long-held secret. My birth father was the werewolf whose pack had killed my little brother. And when Michael found out, he murdered my real father. And my mother lost her lover. Yeah, when when Michael found out, like Michael was already a piece of shit to Klaus before all of this. This, this, this thing, yeah. he knew. <laughs> That's a crazy thing. So wild that, like, that him being awful to Klaus. Like when we saw little boy Klaus crying, I'm like, he doesn't isn't even as mean to you as he's gonna get. <laughs> oh, poor little blonde boy. And Haley's like, holy shit! Like I'm losing my mind from just having to give hope up i can't imagine what it would be like if she'd actually died and klaus is like yeah you know my sibling like our like all of us used to tell each other she didn't hate us she just hated herself for what she made us into but i don't know like i think he doesn't quite believe that shit uh and she asks him like what do you believe and he's like i don't know i just wanted her dead Oh, and uh, yeah, Haley says, well, every good story needs a wicked witch and it'll be all the more satisfying when we melt her and we get more <laughs> Klaus Haley smiles. Them co-parenting is so powerful. <laughs> it's so silly. If they fucked again, I would like throw up. Thank God this show never is like, okay, Klaus and Haley 2.0. Let's see if these kids can make it work. If that old spark's gonna come back. I would rather that versus her and, and Gerald. I mean, yes. Gerald's yeah. not even here. Yeah. Where is he? Yeah, and, uh, yet another huge pivotal character missing from this episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like these are signs. <laughs> uh, then... Uh, over in like Marcel's neighborhood, Gia and Elijah are there to see Lenore, and Gia's like she's trying to, you know, like make any conversation with Elijah. She's like, "You're not much of a talker, huh?" Like, <laughs> and she says, "The last guy I hung out with wouldn't shut up." <laughs> Josh, I love it. He's like immediately, oh, she she was she had to spend the time with Josh. That's Poor what she's got to do. Like Marshall's like, obviously Elijah will teach you, but but in the meantime, Josh. Here's Josh to kind of start Josh you off. figure it out together. Josh did not teach her compulsion, clearly. No, like they went and got iced coffee. Like nothing happened. <laughs> so Elijah's like, your job is to lead me to someone. So why don't you just like fucking do that? Like, I don't want to talk to you. And uh she's like, Well, you're going the wrong way. <laughs> And Elijah's like, ugh. Marcel thinks I can teach you shit. Your first lesson is to not waste my time. Rude. She takes him to Lenore's convenience store. Lenore is grinding some herbs. She's with like, go away, I'm busy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good. They should have gone. 
they should have. And Elijah's like, yeah, you're kind of like blatantly practicing magic. And she's like, yeah, it's an herbal remedy for a neighbor who lost her insurance. So right away, we know Lenore is cool. (laughs) And (laughs) she's like, but I'm assuming an original is not here to talk to me about neighborhood gossip. And Elijah's like, I would like to ask you for a favor. And she's like, go ask a fucking quarter witch. <laughs> and Elijah's like, they don't like me. Elijah's like, like, it I turns like out that's either. like three blocks. Like. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Lenore's like, okay, so you're bothering me? <laughs> and Elijah basically says like, you know, bureaucracy has not been kind to this community. Like all the taxes and incentives on local businesses have been all fucked up for months. But, you know, a persuasive person could remove the red tape. Oh, yeah, Jill, did you like when, when Elijah uh, did the eminent domain attack on the <laughs> on the uh, property in the in premiere? The yeah. first one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was great. <laughs> Real estate. <laughs> the greatest weapon. I love him doing a little speech, you know? It always feels good. No one does it better. Uh, So Elijah's like, you know, um, there's a certain someone, a witch, you know, who has a troublesome tendency of jumping into other bodies. And when she does it again, I'd like to know who she's jumping into. This is where I'm like, Elijah has like trauma from Celeste. (laughs) Truly. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's like, um, so Lenore's like, yeah, that's called soul branding. It's a sacrificial spell. So I'll need an item that was spelled by Esther and a python. And Elijah's like, cool, I'll get the magic thing. And Gia here will take care of the python. And then he leaves. And Gia's like, what? Gia will do what? <laughs> what a uh, piece of shit. Television. Gotta oh, love it. So good. <laughs> So this is where Elijah's like, yeah, your second lesson of the day, do compulsion. And he leaves without (laughs) teaching her how to do compulsion. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking white fanging motherfucker. Like, I hate you. (laughs) It is so fucking funny. And then they leave the store and in walks Vincent. And uh, Lenore's like, can I help you? And he's like, oh, I'm certain that you can. Menace, 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 menacing. menacing. Yeah. Yeah, he mm-hmm. is. <laughs> so fucking cool. Then we have this scene at Marcel's loft where Klaus shows up and is like, hey, I need this necklace that I gave you a really long time ago. It was a leather strap with a and metal I'm, bird on it. I'm screaming. <laughs> Uh-huh. He gave his son the necklace that his mom gave him. <laughs> it was it was his eleventh birthday present. <laughs> testimony. Yeah, testimony. Uh, screaming out loud. I, like again, th- this father and this son love each other so much, and it sucks that there's like any distance between them. Like, please embrace each other. I'm begging. <laughs> Have a game of catch. It's so beautiful. I'm like, I want to see that flashback. He gave him, he gave him the necklace that protects him. He loves him so much. Like <laughs> that's so sweet. And Marcel, but did immediately he make like Marcel a little bitch then? <laughs> <laughs> like unintentionally? Oh, I hope not. <laughs> I think it was just supposed but to be a good like, dad present. 
Yeah, I think it was just, you know, like like a emotional, like a sentimental thing. And uh Marcel like immediately is like, Yeah, I remember that and I have it right here and like shows it, which you know, like we're we're all weeping. And Marcel's <laughs> like, you know, Michael's back, Elijah's talking about all this family drama and shit, and you're looking for antique jewelry. And there's an unspoken what the fuck is happening. And of course, <laughs> he is not told. And this is where I'm like I wonder how Esther feels about uh, Marcel. And then later she calls him the prodigal son. So I'm like, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> but like, was that like, was that her being cunty? Or like, I I'm, I'm like, I, am, I do wonder I guess she, she wants to him. also turn him into, like put him in a different body too. She's like, he's family, I guess. <laughs> it's it's funny that like Esther, despite, you know, of course, hating Klaus more than anyone, seems to just like adopt his like, his viewpoint on anyone she meets. It's like, oh, Marcel, you you were so mean to my to Klaus for so long. But I'll, but I guess you're part of this band. Like, hey, oh, Haley, you you have spunk. Like, whatever. He's putting like everyone in different bodies. I love you all. <laughs> and you get a second chance. Like, you get a second chance. Like, it's, it's great. So we do this flashback of original recipe S giving Klaus the bird necklace. And, you know, she explains, you know, birds are a big deal to Vikings. It's how we find land. It's how your father and I found our, fo- our, our home here. So if you're ever lost or scared or in need of me, just clasp the bird and I'll come. And Klaus is like, does everyone else get one too? And Esther's like, no, you're the most special. So you get it. <laughs> another another one of the moments that made him normal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we see a, a moment that foundationally broke Klaus's brain forever. <laughs> I'm the most special. Just, just the fact that like yeah, just that, like all all his the secrets about him led to like all these individual extremely like traumatic or just like misguided or like misinterpreted moments throughout his youth that then all like get double bad when he learns the reason behind everyone everything. Just the most <laughs> fucked up little boy ever. It's Such awesome. a horrible series of dominoes falling. <laughs> <laughs> so um later in the village like there's some kind of dance going on and there's a big bonfire and esther's dancing with little little niklaus and she's like your dad's gonna teach you to hunt but i'm gonna teach you to win the heart of the prettiest girl in the village and they're like ha 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 we're having such fun little sammy fableman filming his mom <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, Esther would do that fucking dance in front of that dumb car. <laughs> and I'm imagining like, no, everyone can see you. <laughs> Rebecca <laughs> would stay out of humiliation. Rebecca and Elijah both being like, this is disgusting. <laughs> Finn's still watching. <laughs> and, then, and then Klaus editing the footage and finding that there's the werewolf his mom was fucking. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yes. Oh, the Vampire Diaries podcast with the most Fablemans references. If you haven't seen Fablemans, <laughs> stop listening. If you haven't seen Fablemans, you'll be fine. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Um, so uh, then, then she realizes that uh, Klaus is missing his necklace and he's like, it fell off. Oh, no. And, you know, Esther's like, you must find it. You must find it. And then. Who helpfully shows up with the necklace? But the Finn. little bitch who 100% stole it because he didn't get enough attention. <laughs> the worst in the entire world. <laughs> but is this the scene where I was like, is this Finn? And then <laughs> Mini Klaus says Finn, and I'm like, oh, thank you. <laughs> Because I can't keep him straight. 
No, honestly, very helpful. Like, like they should have said his name earlier. <laughs> Finn, baby class, Finn was the only one they focused on, and he said Finn earlier. Jill, like, come on, give them no, name I don't, tags. I don't know. There's, there's <laughs> like, I'll, I'll I appreciate that. I'll always remember on those like Simpsons. There's some flashback to like Homer's youth, and like the first line in the scene is Grandpa Simpson going, "Young Homer's gonna make me so much money," and they like pointing out on like some commentary how it's like he wouldn't call him Young Homer, but like it's just it has to be as quick as possible. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so we we end the flashback. We go back to like Marcel and Klaus, and Marcel's like, "Do I want to know why you're asking for this shit?" And Klaus is like, "You actually don't." But um, thank you for holding on to this. And you know, moment of tenderness. Of course, both of them immediately run away from each other because you know why? Have a feeling. <laughs> I hate men. <laughs> 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 present company excluded um so <laughs> fun little treat for you i was on the edge of my seat for that like, okay go on <laughs> um so then we uh, are at the cemetery and finn and esther are you know strolling through the tombs and what finn's a, you know a, a doing contrast in performances <laughs> yeah very different um i think uh, Yusuf Gatewood, like how deferential he is to Esther, to like this version of Esther, Cassie Esther, does help Esther yes. a lot. Like he's doing everything he can to like plus her up and, you know, be like subservient to her and therefore gas her up. But, you know, he can only do so much. <laughs> it's, the, it's the acting equivalent of beating up Oliver, <laughs> who's so big. And then it's like, well, if you can beat up the big guy. <laughs> And you can hype up the tiny girl. <laughs> um, so Finn's like, heard from Cole. He's still looking for Davina. You know, sure, he'll find her eventually. And Esther's like, oh, it's such a bummer. He'll miss dinner. And I'm like, okay, so we couldn't afford to pay Daniel Sharman this week. And he's like, but it's probably best <laughs> that nobody knows that he's Cole. <laughs> Keep him away from his family. Like, his father doesn't know he's his son. Like, no yeah. one knows who he is yet. <laughs> So fucking funny. Um, I was, I just, I rewatched because Michael and I were kind of like casually rewatching the episode before this just to set him in this time a little more. And I was just watching the moment again where Elijah looks right at Cole in the face and is like, You got anything to say? And Cole's like, Not me, man. Yeah. <laughs> and runs away. <laughs> 10 out of 10. <laughs> So fucking good. So um, Esther says, you know, Lenore, who, you know, they've kidnapped, uh, is being stubborn. And Finn's like, I'll open her up to new possibilities, a.k.a. torture. And Esther's like, you should have Oliver handle her. I kind of don't know why this is the call. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> She's like, you're needed at the dinner and he'll take care of this. That's all like, he's good for is basically what she's saying. Fair enough, yeah. And uh, Finn's like, oh, yeah, like, they got your invitation. They've been running around all day. And Esther's like, uh-huh, very, very cool. Be sure to be ready for them tonight. And Finn's like, yeah, don't worry. I'm doing everything you say. And it's like, of course. Little <laughs> <laughs> no, bitch. It's just the fucking words. And then they, they head into the crypts. And Oliver is hanging there. Lenore is chained to the wall. And she is looking like she's been beat up yeah and i was no, like you torture you. your own yeah. and like finn like vincent basically rolls his eyes like yeah <laughs> i can't explain all of this he's like i don't even act like i'm not telling you shit i'm not explaining our philosophy to you you idiot <laughs> <laughs> fair enough 
and Finn takes out all the like his tools <laughs> and he is like, I persuade people and I'd like you to do the same thing, you know? Um, and he's just being very threatening, you know, he's like touching her hair and saying like, I want to know what like my brother wanted from you. And Oliver is like, go no. And uh, Vincent, not to, incapable of being dramatic as hell, turns over a huge hourglass (laughs) and tells him not to dally. I love a big hourglass, guys. (laughs) This is where I was like, this is just a better show than season one of the originals. (laughs) For real. It it just rips. (laughs) I saw the big um, hourglass and I was like, hmm, maybe I should watch Pinocchio again. <laughs> God, Pinocchio is so goddamn good. I did. Lo- I loved that hourglass as well. <laughs> yeah. You talking Guillermo? Yeah, yeah. baby. Have I've you not seen the hourglass? I've only seen bits in physical therapy and I'm like, this is terrifying. <laughs> it's spooky and I cried like yeah. a bitch during it. Same. <laughs> I think I think the back of Pinocchio's head is the most aesthetically pleasing thing I've ever seen. Just the little his little because <laughs> his hair is like a tree stump. It's it the way yeah. it's done is so perfect. It's mm-hmm. it's so good. Okay, a stump quaff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, He's such really a good boy. It. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an incredible like tactical. He's right, but I understand how it doesn't make sense. SpongeBob plays Mussolini. How's that? Does that sound? <laughs> <laughs> Tom Kenny, baby. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Tom Kenny. L-O-L. What a wild film. Um, but uh, anyways, back with like at the Michelson's place. Um, Haley is, you know, telling Klaus and Elijah everything Oliver told her, because naturally, you know, he snitched to her right away. And Klaus is like, great, you know, Esther's a step. Whoa. Sorry, room, room. Um, apologies. Uh, Klaus is like, yeah, great. Mom's you know, a step ahead of us, as usual. And Haley says, Oliver's with her. I'll go meet him, and we'll get her to do the spell. But I need the necklace. And Elijah's like, I don't like this. And <laughs> Haley's like, fuck you. Like, you've not talked to me in days. And suddenly you're all worried about me? Can you just trust me that, like, I'll do something, I'll get it done? Damn. Get him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get that coward. She's like, you're treating me like season one, Haley, when I'm clearly season two, Haley. <laughs> this this moment like hit so fucking hard for me when mm-hmm. I watched it the first time. Mm-hmm. This this time it was a little less hard, maybe, because I knew it was coming and I expected more from it. But I just felt such relief upon like, oh thank God, Haley getting treated like she can handle something. Thank fuck. And like Haley herself arguing that she can handle something and I believe her. Unlike yeah. when I want something, yeah, I, I take, take it. it. <laughs> yeah, and then just and then just Klaus, Klaus and Elijah being like fucking fair enough. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, thanks, bye. And Elijah stops her for a second. He's like, wait. And she's like, stop it. And he's like, no, you have to know something. <laughs> like, um, another disciple of Marcel's was, was instructed to fetch an ingredient for her. You need to go there and ask for Gia. And Haley's like, okay, fine. And then she leaves. And Klaus is like, what the fuck is going on with the two of you? <laughs> Did you white fang someone else? <laughs> and Elijah says nothing. And then he says, she's stronger. That's all that matters. Fuck you, you white fanging ass bitch. <laughs> Stop doing this to people and deciding it's what's best for them. He, he does this freak. up and down the French Quarter. He's done it to Josh. <laughs> 
He will not stop doing this. Like, someone, let's sit Elijah down. Let's show him New Moon. And let's prove to him (laughs) that this fixes nothing. (laughs) It's bullshit, buddy. So then uh, at Marcel's, G is back and she's so pissed. She's like, I had to fucking get this snake. I wanted to see her steal a snake so badly. Yeah. (laughs) Can we briefly talk about how we feel like the snake stealing went? Do you feel that she went to a zoo? Do you feel that she went... She, the titular zoo of the zoo rock thing. I, I have to. I, I I strongly get the sense that there is like a cut three page snake theft scene that is like that was like everyone's favorite thing while being the thing they all mutually agreed was the first thing to cut. Like rude. Yeah. I want to see the snake heist. Like Marcel's like you compelled yourself a snake, and she's like, no, I stole it because I don't know how to compel anyone, and she, no one taught me. I feel like Elijah's going to be like, now you'll. Elijah comes in and is like, now you're going to appreciate how good it is to be able to compel people. Now that you've learned how, yeah. <laughs> how that you've learned that you can't, and it's just like I already, I already knew what that was like. Yeah, <laughs> I already didn't have superpowers. Truly, the most insufferable lesson giver there is ever been she's like i robbed a mall like i learned no lesson like she literally didn't learn it like it was literally like this will now you'll have to learn it like she didn't so you didn't do a good job anyone she she just got you the thing unrelated to anything need, she needed to learn how to do out on gia for stealing a pipe <laughs> <laughs> she's in jail for four years yeah. which to everyone here makes to everyone here they're like that's fine right. like she'll see her in a second she learned an important lesson maybe she'll learn compulsion in prison I hate these people <laughs> um, so uh, Marcel's like did you even try and she's like no I don't know where to start uh, and she says why Elijah I'm not stupid. I know you want something from him. I just can't figure out the reason why you think I'm Which, the way to get it. It boils down to him just wanting family, right? That's basically what, mm-hmm. what he says. I mean, essentially, yeah. He's like, he says, like, I like I want something from him, and it's the same thing I want from you, which is community. Like, I want to build like something that will last. Like, if you think about like Marcel's gang when we met him. You know, we had Diego, we had Thierry, we had everyone. And then he lost everyone and he had to build a whole batch of new guys. And all of them got killed as well, including Diego and Thierry. Like, he's like, how do I build something that lasts? And the only way he can think of to do that is to have an original as an ally. And he says, you know, you can't make your way in this town unless you have an original looking out for you. Klaus is obsessed with the wolves. Elijah's so wrapped up in centuries of his family's old crap that he can't see it. But we need him, and we need him to see us as family too, which I think is like a solid strategy. No, it makes it makes a lot of sense to me because there's a, the whole you know there's the wolf faction and there's the witch faction, and then Marcel's frustration being that like cl- like without <laughs> someone doing something about it or that's someone making the effort, there will not be a vampire faction. There will be the originals as their own thing and the vampires in which when they could obviously all be more powerful by setting up something that worked for everybody. Mm-hmm. It's interesting though. Also, you note the wit faction and like this season introduces like there are witches who like aren't part of like the same coven that we know. Mm-hmm. Like Lenora clearly isn't part of that shitty ass coven. 
Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, Finson is doing something different that than we've seen at all. So Hell yeah, <laughs> baby. Um it's it, it it just I really like it. And I also do think like Elijah does need this. He is constantly going all in on Klaus and then it blows up. And then he's like, oh wait, I have nothing to show for all my work. Like I have nothing. Like now that Klaus has abandoned me, like I have no allies. And I'm like, you need to build something that doesn't include Klaus and is not reliant on him. Like Elijah does really need this strategically. So I think what Marcel's doing here is really, really smart. And Gia, though, she uh, reveals that, like, she couldn't get her own family to care about her. How's she supposed to win this fucking white-fanging-ass bitch over? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this made me so sad. I wanted to give her a hug. And then Marcel says, no, you don't understand. It's being such a huge loser that will, that will, <laughs> that will enamor you to Elisha. <laughs> That is the mean version of what he says, yes. He says, I've known that man 200 years. He's cranky, he's fussy, and he can ride your last nerve, but he has an Achilles heel. He can't help but fix what's broken. You don't need to be anything other than what you already are. Someone A who broken needs bitch. His help. Yeah. <laughs> A, A fucking loser. <laughs> I love this. Like, it's true. Like, Elijah can't resist. He is such a fixer, such a white knight. Like, it's very... It's very astute. It's nice to see Marcel be smart uh, after all of the times we were told yeah. he was very smart and then he would do stupid shit. <laughs> yes, it's very good to have an episode of like all the characters saying stuff about the other characters to each other and like their dynamics and explaining how people think and work and everything is like correct. It's you're not yeah. they're not giving you a bunch of like well of course we know like Bonnie uh, hates uh, all her friends and would love to be dead and kill them or something yeah. because there needs to be like a four second like status quo that needed the, that allowed the episode to pivot or something or just anything in season one of the show. <laughs> yes. Like everything that people are saying to each other makes sense. It's incredible. <laughs> what a concept. <laughs> Who knew if this was all you had to do? <laughs> no, we're being, we're, uh, I mean, we're being harsh on season one, but it's fair. Um, <laughs> so back uh, at the Michelson's house, uh, Elijah and Klaus, they're both in their fancy dinner suits, and Klaus hates it. He's like, do I have to wear a fucking suit? Because, you know, he never wears <laughs> that shit. <laughs> and Elijah's like, we're showing respect by cleaning up, you know, like, our mom's gonna, you know, appreciate that, and, like, she'll be more likely to surrender her true intentions. And Klaus says, I doubt her guard will drop just because I'm dressed like a bloody lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> you should have said barrister. I'm mad he yes. didn't say barrister. <laughs> Wait, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you should have yes. been in a wig. Class <laughs> 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 of Elijah. I want to see wigs. that. Yeah. They're, they're absolutely. I think we can all agree there needs to be like 20% more just random anachronisms. <laughs> yeah, where's the flashbacks <laughs> of them in powder wigs? Like, come on. Please. <laughs> I need that shit. Um, so Elijah's like, we need every advantage we can get. And Klaus is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're really good at diplomacy. But if she tries anything, I'm going to fucking kill her. <laughs> very cool. We get it. You're very scary, Klaus. <laughs> Finn walks in. Oh, my God. Latoya, would you like to talk about Finn in this scene and like what he does? Because it's so goddamn good. Well, I wrote in my notes, enter Finn's it. My husband. <laughs> Here we go. 
He's just dot 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 greater than sign, greater than sign, greater than sign, greater than sign. You're you're so you're goddamn right. <laughs> it's so good. He walks in and he's already just like monologuing and reading them for filth. He's like, you guys haven't changed a bit. Linens and silks to disguise your pathetic self-loathing. <laughs> and he looks at Klaus and you, despite the arrogant facade, you're still the same paranoid little boy full of hate and fear. And Elijah's like, excuse me, who the fuck are you? I love that he did all of that. He's just like roasting them and they're both like, who is this dude? Like, what, what is happening? <laughs> And Finn's still there like, I have the upper hand. (laughs) Come on, man. He's just going down the list. Will not stop reading them. At this point, Michael and I are just yelling. We're clapping. We're hooting. We're hollering. I mean, this. yeah, this is the scene. Like, yeah. Yeah. So goddamn good. He's like, oh, you don't recognize me? Like, so much for the unshakable bonds of family, huh? Always and forever. Indeed, right? And as I say out loud, you weren't a part of that. (laughs) (laughs) As we all know, Finn was not involved in always and forever. No, he was not. Even when Esther said it earlier in this episode, I'm like, bitch, you're not a part of that. <laughs> Stolen. She just inserts in herself Valor. in everything. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> right into black women's bodies. <laughs> yeah. So um, Klaus picks it up and he's like, oh shit, it's been a long time. Finn and Finn just like holds his arms out and he's so <laughs> happy with the dramatic entrance he's made. Mwah. <laughs> and then he's he's like, I'm gonna stay chill and cool and not just snap. He goes on to snap. <laughs> There's no way I'm not gonna do exactly what mommy told me. <laughs> I definitely won't get too mad and just start yelling. <laughs> uh, so then back with uh, Oliver. And Lenore, Haley's there, and Oliver's like, yeah, they beat the shit out of her. And Haley's like, we got to get her out of here. And he's like, but then they'll know I let her go. I, like, I can't blow my cover for some has-been hippie witch. And I'm like, you shut the fuck up. She's worth of 10 of you. I mean, she's too old for him. That's what it is. Ugh, gross. I hate him. And uh, Lenore just, like, gives him a big, like, side eye. And he goes, no offense. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Oliver. And uh, Haley's like, I guess we can make it look like he got jumped. Yes. <laughs> and Oliver's like, so for your plan, you have to beat the shit out of me? Cool. And Haley's yeah. like, yeah. That's the plan. <laughs> <laughs> and Oliver says, okay, just not the face. The And then this episode would be even better if she if it cut on her punching him right in the face. <laughs> oh my god, Uh-oh. yes. <laughs> just like the cut is just as her like as her fist touches his cheek. She that has would... brass knuckles. Oh, yeah. oh, true ampy fashion. <laughs> god, we haven't talked about brass knucks in a minute, guys. <laughs> I was look because I've been re-listening, so I was looking them up recently. And I'm like, I think I, could, I found a, a place that I can Ooh, send this to some stuff that will legally send us some stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God, I want some. Um, so uh, then back at the dinner party, uh, Finn's, Finn, <laughs> Elijah's pouring Finn a glass of wine and he's complimenting the uh, aromatic Bordeaux. And Klaus is like, yeah, well, it was hard to find a good pairing. What wine goes well with treachery? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> most the three most dramatic men in the world are sitting at a dinner table together. <laughs> Unreal. <laughs> this is like they're fully like having a housewife's dinner. They are just screaming at each other. Do you agree? This is like watching a Beverly Hills. Dinner. Oh, this is. I mean, I'm gonna. You know, I, I've got. I've got a lot to say about this scene. I'm probably gonna hold most of it off until my <laughs> until my time. <laughs> Um, fair. So, uh, Finn's like, don't It almost sad. feels like a, sorry. No, 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 go. It feels like being in, like, an improv class or sitting with a bunch of comedians <laughs> trying to, like, one-up each other. Yes. <laughs> like, in a good way, not yeah. my personal hell. When but I'm not says, insufferable. Regale yeah. me with your contributions to society. <laughs> oh, I I am losing my shit because he's like, we're, this is supposed to be happy. And Elijah's like, what are we celebrating? And he's like, my return, right? Because I spent 900 years, right, Klaus? Lying <laughs> daggered in a box. I'm kind of having fun, enjoying this new body, walking around your city. Yeah, he's but not like, mad. He's yeah. having a great time. <laughs> I'm actually fine. I actually think it's fun. I'm actually laughing. <laughs> yeah. And so he says, regale me with your contribution to society. Medicine, philosophy, art. Oh, wait, you don't do shit. <laughs> Got their asses. Got their asses so fucking hard. Klaus is yeah, like, whatever. Like, this scene is too powerful to have happened in the Vampire Diaries season three. It's true. It's because it's also, it just like takes too long. It's too much originals for, uh, yeah. you know, too much not Stefan and Damon and Elena. But, oh, it's so good. Um, and we needed, we needed Vincent. Klaus is like, whatever. Last time we saw you, you were just being like a little bitch. So, whatever. <laughs> I am not a little bitch. You shot me shut <laughs> mouth right now. <laughs> I have always been this cool. <laughs> it's definitely not new. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um elijah you know like, there's a, there's an empty place and elijah's like isn't are we expecting another guest and finn's like yeah mommy will sit at the head of the table <laughs> <laughs> and the seat across from me is reserved for another of our clan like any guesses on who it's gonna be and klaus is like well there's no way cole would listen to anything but his own ego <laughs> and michael would you like to would you oblige me Mm -hmm. uh, and yet, our mother has made such a compelling argument that even he, <laughs> the wildest of us Michaelsons, <laughs> has seen the air of his ways and accepted his new form with vigor. Change, dear brothers, is inevitable. Like, oh my god. Uh, uh, oh my yes. god. <laughs> High five in a million angels. I'm clapping. I'm losing. <laughs> A, a shred, a shred of the true majesty of, of the performance. Truly. But if you do not think the wildest of us Michaelsons has become a meme between Michael and I, whenever we see Cole, we're like, the wildest. <laughs> what a wild, wild boy. I just like, it... In a way, like, this shouldn't work. This, like, self-mythologizing should not work at all. Because it's just all of them saying, aren't we cool? Aren't we cool? But finally, we're at a point where I'm like, yeah, you are! <laughs> I'm like, I you're, actually you're am cool. buying you're all cool all now. of your shit. <laughs> good, good stuff. 
And Klaus is like, so you're kind of like fucking come at us when you're mortal? The only thing inevitable is your death. And he throws a knife at Finn, who like easily deflects it. And uh, takes it, like grabs it out of a chair and says like, I guess, you know, the honor of carving should fall to the eldest anyway. (laughs) Bitch. Then uh, with Haley and Lenore and a unconscious laying on the ground, Oliver. Aww. <laughs> Aww so wake, we like him. Wake, wake him up. <laughs> Get him in here. Uh, Haley says, he'll be okay, I promise. And Lenore's like, why do you care? Like, you're not a Michelson. Like, what's your deal here? And Haley's like, I don't know. I kind of am in spirit. And she's like, you're the werewolf mom? And she says, yeah, turned Witch rescuer, apparently. Listen, can you do the spell or not? And Lenora says, after that, what that bitch and her lackey did to me, I'll do any spell you fucking want. <laughs> Lenore! Yeah. I was like, she's that bitch. <laughs> she is. God, she's so goddamn cool. Like, just like instant gravitas, instant mm-hmm. believability. Like, I, I, everything that she says to me, I just buy. And that has not been the case with every cast member on this show. <laughs> oh, really? Any name five? <laughs> <laughs> Cammy. Uh, I, ca- I can. Cammy, um, Thierry, uh, Sophie Devereaux, <laughs> Monique, and Cassie. <laughs> nice. nice. <laughs> There's five for you. <laughs> I bet I could give you five more, but I won't because I'm nice. Um, So back at the dinner party from hell, Finn's like, I'm actually having a great time. And Klaus is like, like, can you get to the fucking point? He's like, now I'm going to be a little bitch. He's like, absolutely no. I'm going the long way around because it's more fun for me. (laughs) So Finn's like, I had 900 years to be patient. Like, why did you keep me daggered in that box for so long? And Klaus is like, because you're an ever-simpering sycophant. Did your, she says, did mother bring you back from the dead just so you could wash her knickers? (laughs) (laughs) I am laying on the floor dead. Um, (laughs) He has gotten Finn. And this is where Finn loses it. He's like, she raised me because I was treated unfairly. Barely cheated of all but the smallest portion of my life. <laughs> Incredible. And he's like, Elisha, I get why like Klaus is being such a bitch, but you, oh, I yeah. of this you is, is the compassionate one. What did I do to deserve you turning your back on me? Are you afraid of Niklaus? And Elijah is just like, who, like the, the look on Elijah's face the entire scene. Like, Here we go. Okay. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and Finn says, or maybe it's jealousy is the reason that I was in that box for so long. You coveted the duties of the eldest brother, in which case you had near on a millennium to fix this whole fucking family. And instead, you produced nine centuries of failure. <laughs> and then this Roy. Is- <laughs> <laughs> I'm the eldest son. <laughs> Actually, very Connor Roy. And uh, yeah. yeah, and at this point, Finn's like, okay, maybe I'm maybe I'm coming in a little too hot. And then he kind of like hangs back for a second. And Elijah is like, look, you might reside somewhat parasitically, I might add, in another body. But like, 
I want to assure you, in 900 years, your tedious sentiments remain quite the same. (laughs) You see, Finn, like Father, you've always despised our supernatural existence. Like, Father, of course, slaughtered and consumed his own, whereas you became pretentious and dull, much like (laughs) this meal. And I'm not going to ask you again, where is our fucking mom? (laughs) Good. Got his ass. I love actually like rooting this back into Michael. Like I Mm -hmm. think that I I really like the idea that, you know, we've always seen Finn as a mommy's boy, but I haven't ever really thought about what he might have inherited from his father. And it's like his zealot streak is all Mikey Mike. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, So Nastor shows up and she's like, I'm here and I've missed you all. And Finn immediately gets up to his feet to welcome her, and the boys just stay sitting down. (laughs) Because he is like, he cannot lick her boots enough. He loves the taste of her boots. (laughs) Then at Lenore's shop, Haley and Lenore get there. It's spell o'clock. Haley's like, is this gonna take long? And Lenore's like, you want me to soul brand the resurrected spirit of a thousand-year-old witch? It's probably best if I take my time and do it right. (laughs) (laughs) But Lenore has this moment where she says, for what it's worth, I am sorry. Like, no one should ever have to lose a child. And Haley's like, yeah, no one should. And Haley gives her the necklace. And she's like, how does this work? You brand Esther with the spell? And Lenore says, yeah, the next time she jumps into a body, she'll be marked with a distinctive symbol on the back of her hand. And then she takes out the python. <laughs> and yeah. she has her Britney Spears moment. <laughs> oh, it's Lenore, she bitch. does put it on her shoulder. <laughs> yes. Oh, you guys, what a good Britney era. That's when I saw Britney in concert. That was my first concert when I was little. I saw awesome. like Slave really? for You era Britney. That's yeah. Awesome. Oh my God. It was the greatest thing that had ever happened to me. I was like losing my wow. entire mind. A friend invited me like the day of, and it oh, was wow. nonstop ecstasy for me. I was screaming, hooting, you and were jealous. ecstasy as a child? Yeah, I was yeah. doing a lot of ecstasy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually screamed so much at the concert that I lost my voice, and the next day I had to stay home sick because I had like a hundred degree fever and no voice. Oh my you god! Got, you got the original COVID. That—that's the first COVID. <laughs> it was—it uh, ruled. She was so good. She was dancing up a storm. It fucking ripped. So yeah, Lenore, she does she does drape herself in the python, and it is very very Britney. And she's like, "Look, I'm fucking doing this shit." And Haley's like, so I we really don't know why Esther is here. When Esther held you captive, did she give you any idea of why she's doing all of this? And Lenore's like, yeah, love. <laughs> Haley goes, how hard did they hit you? <laughs> and Haley did like a massive eye roll. Uh-huh. Like, oh my god. <laughs> It's it's interesting to have this like this big story about like a toxic mom when Haley is like a fledgling mom who kind of has like like she she hasn't really been able to do very many motherly duties other than carry her child to term and send her away to safety. And I think mm-hmm. it, it's interesting for her to like kind of be looking at this and being like, what could possibly influence someone to be like this? And then to hear about like all of the loss that Esther had and to be like, well, that's certainly fucked me up, so how can I judge? But I'm still going to judge because I'm not going to do right, that yeah. shit. <laughs> Just good Haley stuff. 
And Lenore says, what besides love can inspire such pain and cruelty? And Esther, and then she slits the snake down the middle and starts ripping its guts out. Her love is very strong. (laughs) 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 Um... And she and it's spell o'clock and she has a spell. Um, I love this. Uh, you know, they in season three, obviously, like the storyline is like she wants them to die because she loves them and she feels like she made abominations. But it's pretty like simplistic and quick because you know, like it's villain stuff. But this, mm-hmm. we're like we're sinking into it. We are talking about the fact that Esther does love her kids. She just is a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, so so back at our horrible dinner, Klaus is like, can you just like say what you came here to say so we can stop having this horrible dinner? And Esther's like, it really pains me that you and Elijah look at me with such disdain. I wish you could see that like everything I do is to protect you. And Klaus is like, it's so fucked up that you believe that shit. You are delusional. <laughs> <laughs> and Esther's like, remember all the times I've healed you. Like, can you try to think about all that shit? And Klaus is like, LOL. And Esther turns to Elijah and is like, you remember the day that Nick Klaus challenged your father to a duel? Did I leave him to die or did I fucking help him? What did I say? And Elijah's like, you said that you'd rather die than see any of your children suffer. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that was a long time ago, though. Yeah, but I was like, you don't still get credit for that. That was in the 10th century. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how far you have to go back to get points? <laughs> Michael, would you like to speak about Klaus in this flashback? He is oh my pinned God. to again, a tree uh, with a again, sword. Again, again, I'll have I'll have some I'll have some points to make. Uh, he's uh, what is is he? What is what age is he playing in the scene? Do we think? I would assume he's like 17, like 16, 17. Yeah, I was going to say like late teens. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's incredible. Incredible. (laughs) (laughs) He is like blubbering. He is crying his mascara tears as he is pinned to this tree with his sword. And Esther's like, what happened? And he's like, I challenged dad. (laughs) She's like, what were you thinking? And he's like, I thought if I could just like beat him once, he'd, you know, see that I'm worthy. Can you guys believe that didn't work? <laughs> Here's the thing. He uh, he ended up, he did beat Michael as a thing. And then Michael yeah, was like, mean fuck shit. that. <laughs> the, the fucking worst. She has to like take the sword out of him and she starts like, you know, tending to his wounds. And he's like screaming and she's like, it's going to be fine. And Klaus says, he laughed at my challenge. Said he would take, you know, like the bird necklace from me as a prize after defeating me. And we fought. He knocked me down. He cut the bird from my neck. And I got so mad that I I hit him. And then I cut him. And the look on his face, I hadn't seen it before. And I was so proud. I held my necklace up and I showed him my prize. And then he fucking stabbed his son <laughs> through the shoulder, pinning him to a tree. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, absolute like, piece of shit. Yeah, Joel, I'm like, how do you feel about your boy? Yeah. I love Mikey Mike, but he's a piece of Is shit. Is this your man? <laughs> Is this your king? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fair enough. You, you're just happy you didn't have to see it because otherwise... Yeah, like, oh, if God. I had to see it, that's a different story. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
You just had to hear about it. Um, so Klaus is like, I wouldn't let him take this from me. Your gift to me. And Esther says, you're a good boy. You did the right thing. <laughs> God damn it. Every time she tells him he's a good boy, that's like another decade of him being an awful, unrepentant piece of shit. Like, <laughs> so bad. And then present day, Klaus has a big realization. He's like, the necklace. Oh my fucking God. It wasn't spelled to protect me. It was spelled to make me weak. Um, Latoya, <laughs> can you explain the necklace spell, please? Yes, because if he had kept like fighting his father, he would have killed him, and that would have activated mm-hmm. his werewolf curse. Basically, like to it was basically to temper him so he doesn't go like full like Tyler Lockwood aggro when he was he had the, the werewolf curse. Yeah, it's it's to hide it from Mikey Mike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically, so, yeah. like to, to dampen like his because like he would have probably been like an aggro. Tyler, mm-hmm. basically, had he not had the necklace. It was pretty much, it, it made him a little bitch, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it, it made, made him soft. It, it made him what Michael hated. And so it, it fucked him over <laughs> in that way. Yeah, Esther is such a bitch. But it's also like this, like, interesting to think of, like, um, there's that really great article that Emily Vanderwerf wrote about like succession being a um like a story about familial abuse and like this is as well like yeah. Esther finding a way to like cope with Michael's abuse by creating this thing that in some ways exacerbated the situation and in other ways kept Klaus safe like we do see just a bunch of people like attempting to cope with toxicity and abusive dynamics and it's um you know, everyone was kind of in it for themselves. Because, Not yeah, many the, of them were actually caring about the others. The thing that ends up activating uh, his his werewolf curse is uh, them becoming vampires and then him like feeding on someone. Because yeah, mm-hmm. so she's the one who is responsible for that too. Yeah, it's like she she did it anyway. Like she from trying to avoid it, she made it happen. So uh, Klaus is so pissed about this realization. Esther's like, I'm pro- I was protecting you from yourself. If you'd killed your father in that duel, like you would have activated your curse. And Klaus is like, you fucking ruined me. You left me to suffer at the hands of a father who only valued strength. And she's like, I actually kept you from becoming a beast for as long as I could. And um, yeah, they don't see this the same way, guys. <laughs> Klaus is screaming. He's like, you lied to me to hide your own transgressions because of your fear. My whole life I sought the approval I was denied by a man I thought was my father and you turned me into a weakling that he hated. And you look at me like you rant and you rave about the monster I've become, but you are the author of everything that I am. Hell yeah. Nice. God is ass. (laughs) (laughs) And then Esther dies because her son (laughs) was so mean to her. She's just died of a broken heart. Esther is Jewish. In the in the most incredible move ever, she goes, Oh, I've died. It's like and it's like in the movie Prime where Brian Greenberg he brings a, a black woman to meet his grandmother and she dies. <laughs> no. And and Finn is just like, oh my god. And like they're all just like staring at their dead mom. And they're like, what the fuck? I can't believe you yelled at mom so loud she died. <laughs> Uh, then where we enter the sequence that's like very intercut between like a bunch of uh, different locations in a cemetery, the hourglass runs out uh, at Lenore's. Uh, Haley watches Lenore do the spell. She's chanting. 
at the Michaelsons. The boys are like freaking out. They're like, what the fuck? She's gone. Where is she? Finn blows on his fingers and like rubs them together, doing, you know, giving the boys an ouchie. And Klaus falls on the ground in pain. And Finn's like, I feel very good about what I've done. <laughs> uh, then at Lenore's, she finishes her spell and she's, you know, like she's winded from it. And Haley's kind of looking at her concerned. She's like, Are you good? And Lenore's like, Yeah, yeah, yes. Look at my hands. I- <laughs> <Yeah>. Sisters. <laughs> and Haley's like, You sure? And we immediately see the symbol on the back of Lenore's hand and <laughs> the moment is achieved. Esther has done it. <laughs> I, what, what song should we play to commemorate this? Begging for threat. <laughs> I what song does like uh, I'm this? black from CB4. <laughs> sure. <laughs> On I was like, the sister, sister theme song? (laughs) (laughs) It is Esther's favorite song. (laughs) Actually, yes, that's the one. And Haley's like, what the fuck? You're Esther? And Lenore Esther's like, mm, yeah, baby. <laughs> like she's grinning. She's having fun. Immediately says the N-word. <laughs> yeah, immediately says the N-word several times just to test it out. <laughs> yeah, she's like, and look what I can do <laughs> now. <laughs> Haley's like, no! <laughs> oh, incredible. This podcast is good. Um, then uh, back at the dinner table, The boys have recovered from Finn's attack. Finn has run away. And Klaus is like, where the fuck is our mom? And Cassie is there. And now she's Cassie again. (laughs) Oh, this poor girl. (laughs) This poor child is like, where am I? And what's happening? (laughs) I need an adult. And Klaus is like shaking her and is like, you're my mom. I know it. And Elijah's like, leave her alone. She doesn't know anything. <laughs> and Cassie is like crying. And Klaus is like, you fucking talk now. She's like, what? It's I can tell from your blank expression that you haven't changed. <laughs> <laughs> it is just the worst. And Klaus is like, our mother orchest- orchestrated this entire evening just to torture us. And then she just disappears. Why? And Elijah's like, well, what if we weren't the only minds she was hoping to poison tonight? At Lenore's, Haley's phone rings, and Esther's like, "Yeah, go ahead, answer that shit." And Haley's like, "Elijah, <laughs> I'm at Lenore's shop." And then Esther God. does some magic and is like, "Just That's kidding." Enough. <laughs> just want him to know that part. Good shit. And Haley's like, "They're gonna come for me." And Esther's like, "Yeah, that's the plan." The <laughs> doy. <laughs> The doy. Thought you were season two, Haley. <laughs> um, then over at the Michaelsons, Elijah's like, why would you want Haley? And Klaus is like, to kill her, to punish us, to learn the truth about the child. Like, there are lots of reasons, all of which will be rendered moot when I send her screaming back to hell. I think they were learning the truth about the baby. I feel like she she buys that the baby's dead, right? I think that's she the does thing she, seem yeah. to buy that. Yeah. 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 In, especially in, in this scene, I think she she says something about it. So I'll see if I can find the direct quote. Well, she does like, say hope, but she means the word hope. It's the whole, the Batman, does he know? No. 
<laughs> Classic. Um, so Esther's like, do my sons ever acknowledge like all the good shit you bring into their lives? After all, it was you who gave them hope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, she's like, yeah, the promise of a child shows us all the possibilities of a future that could be. Children are meant to save us from the worst parts of who we are. A truth that makes my own circumstances all the more tragic, wouldn't you say? And Haley's like, I don't pity you, bitch. <laughs> you suck. You're <laughs> the worst. And Esther's like, oh, it's so bad. You know, it's a terrible thing for a mother to fail her child, right? I mean, you know. I'll kill this bitch. <laughs> and she says, but right now I'm offering you freedom, the gift of a new body, freedom from being a hybrid. And she says, I have the ability to return you to all that you've lost to make it so you could have a family of your own, more children. Wouldn't that be nice? Esther's so powerful. Can't she like just turn her, like undo her hybridness? Like she's all about like, here, you get a new body. You get a new body. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and, and again, like all of this obviously is like, how can she claim to be noble when all of these bodies are stolen? Like, yeah. as we saw, like, Cassie was back in that body. And it's like, what happened to me? Like, you are taking bodies from people. So even if all of the Michelsons were to agree to her plans, then innocent people would cease to exist so that they could be shoved into their bodies. And yep. no sympathetic character on one of these shows would ever be okay with, like, an innocent <laughs> third party coming to harm <laughs> due to, like, some greater good. Klaus would never take over somebody's body. Never. I'd never be sexy doing it. Never. <laughs> <laughs> He'd hate it. Um, so, um, Esther, uh, yeah, she's saying all that shit. Uh, Klaus shows up and is like, great, you got to talk to my fucking mom. She's the worst. And uh, Esther does some, like, throws some magic sand at him. And Klaus is like, I fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> and Esther's like, I'm not here to wage war. And Elijah's like, everything you fucking have done here is an act of war. <laughs> if you touch uh, Haley, I will lose my shit. And Esther's like, Haley's actually free to go. I have no problem with her. Like, she knows why I'm here. I'm here to heal our family, Elijah. <laughs> oh, this shit is so good. Like, with, I, like, I'm sorry to say it, but with the original actress, when she'd be like, I love you all so much, she'd just say it very woodenly, and I wouldn't really feel anything about yeah. it. But Start filling out a restraining order. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. But when fucking Sonia Sone says that shit, when she's like, I love all of you, and I am here to fix it all. Like, I believe she believes it. I'm like, fuck yeah, let's do a line. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I agree with both of um, A line of love. Like, a line yes. of love. <laughs> and Klaus is like, cool, grand sentiment coming from you. Haley, get the fuck out of here. And Esther's like, you should know that my intent was never to harm, only to heal, just like I've healed Finn and Cole. For you, I'll undo everything that's been done. I'll give you new life without the vampire curse. Ask Haley to share with you my loving, remember <laughs> love, because I'm good, proposition. If I'm doing it for love, it can't be bad. <laughs> and Klaus is like, you're a fucking idiot if you think we're going to take like an offer from you. And she's like, you're wrong. And then 
she makes the earth shake. <laughs> All of these light bulbs explode. Sisters. And then birds crash <laughs> through the windows behind her, flying right at our boys. And, he, and she says, there will come a time, my darlings, that you will beg for it. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm scared and horny. Yeah. Like, I'm begging for it. <laughs> I'm begging right now, ma'am. <laughs> Good shit. Um, guys, smash, right? Yes. Yeah. Smash. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. Finally. Wood smash. <laughs> Finally. I, I love her. So um, back at the Michelson home, Klaus is like, of course she used the fucking birds. And Elijah's like, what else did she say? And Haley's like, I don't know. She rambled. She blamed you guys for what happened to Hope and to me. And Klaus is like, you're not thinking about taking her offer, right? And Haley kind of like doesn't say anything. And Klaus is like, Haley. Yeah, she doesn't want to be a hybrid, but like she loves her body too much to like yeah, hop into she's a different too one. Hot. Yeah, yeah. Why would, I, if I was in Phoebe Tonkin's body, I wouldn't want to hop out of it. That's for damn sure. <laughs> She's like, what do you want me to say? I lost my daughter and, like, someone offered me a chance to clean the slate. Like, excuse me for being tempted. And then she looks at Elijah and she says, by the way, thanks for your help tonight, Elijah. Sorry that it takes me being in danger for you to even talk to me. (laughs) A bitch. (laughs) Elijah continues to be an absolute bitch. And Haley storms off. And Elijah's like, kind of like, looks like maybe he'll go after her. But of course he doesn't because he's a huge bitch. <laughs> but I feel like he would have if Klaus wasn't like, no, no, we have more to discuss. <laughs> yeah, Klaus that they like, were all these her. bitches, but they were also black. <laughs> Incredible. Cole's like the only white one left. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, why are... Holding it down. <laughs> <laughs> Klaus uh, is like, no, no, Elijah, you can't go after her. I need you with me. Like, the woman who brought us into the world and made us what we are. The whole time, she lied to me. She made me weak. He's mad about the bird necklace still. And Elijah's like, Jesus fucking Christ. I hate you. <laughs> you are never weak. You are, and you always have been, the most fierce of us all. In a thousand years, I've never seen anyone successfully stand against you. Not even our dad. Not one of the countless people who have become like instant, like very intensely devoted to your death and destruction. <laughs> you protect our home, even in the face of an adversary such as our mother, because that brother, that is what you do. Good Elijah speech. It is. And then Klaus ruins it. Yeah, Klaus is like, thank you so much. Thank you for endorsing all of my actions. The rest of the family can learn a lot from you. Elijah's like, I've made a huge mistake. Yeah, Elijah's like, oh no. I can't encourage this. Then um, we cut to the scene at a at what my transcript tells me is Old Point Bar. Um, it's over in Algiers, which is where Marcel hangs out. Gia's there at the club. She's watching a guy play slide guitar and he's singing the blues. Um, Elijah shows up and orders a bourbon. The way Daniel Gillies drinks this bourbon is so sexy. I wanted to die. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing, but like, do it more. That's how I drink bourbon too, yeah. That's, that's how I sexually drink bourbon as well. Yeah, I bet. I love that shit. <laughs> so G is like, Oh, hey, Elijah, you need another fucking python? And he goes, one can never have too many. He's (laughs) smiling at her. Make her steal another one. It'd be very funny. 
<laughs> he is so satisfied. You're gonna, with you're gonna keep stealing pythons until you get this right. <laughs> <laughs> until you He's can never do it. Been a teacher, <laughs> but like, just keep doing it. Uh, so um, Elijah says thank you. And he asks her if she's playing tonight because, as we've talked about, like, G is a musician. She plays the violin. We saw her playing the little drums <laughs> at that street fair. <laughs> she oh, loves yeah. music. It's her favorite. She was just drumming and we were like, okay, we're, we're vibing. Yeah, and G is like, I actually don't think I'm going to play today. And Elijah's like, that's a shame. You're, like, pretty good. And then she looks, like, embarrassed and she goes, okay, I haven't played since I turned. I haven't been able to and I don't know why. And I love this. I think it's so yeah. fucking interesting. Elijah says, it's different for us. Cadence, rhythm, harmony. Our experience of the senses is altered. We move faster. We hear things with a greater acuity. Silences are at once longer and more profound. Um, sound is just different to our ears. And then there's the emotion. For a vampire, it's really heightened. And sometimes it's difficult to express. The idea that like Elijah's really good at talking about what makes vampires different and what's weird about vampirism and what, you know, how your senses change from when you were human. There is literally a moment in Legacies where a character is like, well, Elijah always told me it was like this when someone asks a question about like, how does this happen? <laughs> and then it's like a beautifully eloquent, like freight just yeah. like that, like explanation oh, yeah. of vampirism. And I was like, Fuck, he's the only guy who knew. And I got emotional <laughs> in that scene. Oh, I, yeah, I cried like a bitch. Um, so Gia's like, yeah, that's that, that's exactly it. And Elijah says, your music and the joy that you felt when playing, you can learn it again. And I can help you. And she's like, what? why are you fucking being nice to me now? And Elijah says, because if someone had done the same thing for myself and my siblings, I'm quite sure that history would have unfolded differently. And they share this nice look. And Elijah's like, fuck it. I'm paying it forward. I'm sick of the cycle. Like the same way that like Klaus has been like all the shit that my dad did to me and my mom and everyone like it ends with me. Like I'm not passing that stuff down to Hope. Like it's cool to see Elijah have his own realization of that too. Yeah. You like Gia? Good Joe? scene. <laughs> I fucking love Gia. She's great. She's so good. I, mm -hmm. I want more of everyone, which like yeah. <laughs> more can we you say? <laughs> well you, you want more cammy well give me more cammy <laughs> nice try and romeo and how's cassie feel now <laughs> <laughs> um so then uh gia goes home to marcel and she's like i saw elijah and you were right he found something that he wanted to fix and he's gonna help me and marcel's like fuck yeah he's gonna help us all good <laughs> yes then we get a closing montage vincent and Lenore Esther are having a heated conversation in the lychee in the greenhouse. And Finn's like, you knew they like wouldn't give in without a fight. And she, Esther's like, yeah, tonight's not an ultimatum. It was an invitation. I want to get them thinking. After all, only those who know they're lost will ask to be found. So she's still very confident that Klaus and Elijah are going to <laughs> ask to not be vampires anymore. Jill, do you think that's likely? <laughs> Can you see she that doesn't happening? Know her children very well. <laughs> Believe it or not. Yep. So Finn's like, but they're defiant by nature and they're really strong. Like, how do you expect them to like, you know, how do you expect to show them the error of their ways? And Esther's like, oh, because I'm going to systematically destroy everything they hold dear. <laughs> <laughs> LOL. <laughs> 
Hell yes. We see Klaus sitting alone and Esther keeps talking in voiceover and she's like, I've taken the wolves from the Klaus and I've made them ours. Like, it's time now to focus on the prodigal son, Marcel, and his small nest of vampires across the river. And we see Marcel, you know, giving a drink to Gia. And, you know, like, like they're all all of the, uh, you know, Marcel's guys are hobnobbing. And Esther's like, now that we've cleansed the quarter of his kind, you know, perhaps it's time to turn our attention to the outskirts of our beautiful home. We'll take their pride, their joy, their love. And we see Haley sitting alone in her bedroom looking at, like, the nursery where hope is supposed to be and isn't. And Esther says, we'll lay it all to ruin. And then you see Elijah walking in and joining Klaus. And Esther says, and when they are at their lowest point, in their deepest despair, they will have no choice but to beg me to release them from their pain. And because I love them, I will. Great mother. Witness the rise of the mother of all evil. Uh, it's not just it's not just no. the evil that trailer, baby. <laughs> She's I can't believe this show made me enjoy Esther's presence. Make you mm-hmm. want Esther's presence. I am clamoring for more Esther on my screen. In the year of our Lord 2023. <laughs> I can't believe this. Yes. And yet, like, she fucking rules. Good ass. Yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm curious. Uh, so Cassie is Cassie again. She's, like, mm-hmm. in charge of everything. Like, where, how are they going to explain this? Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, that little girl you were, you were listening to, don't listen to her. Listen to me now. I'm annoyed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that'll be tough to explain. <laughs> I'm the same now. Don't worry. (laughs) What a fucking good ep. I agree. Agreed. We all agree. (laughs) My crush is Lenore with that python. Oh my God. What a cool ass (laughs) bitch. Absolutely agree. Lenore is my crush. (laughs) Mine is both Vincent and Lenore. Hell yes. Yeah. (laughs) Black Michaelson's only. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, I'll 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 toss in Lenore. She's she's so good. I would say pre 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 Esther Lenore. Yeah, uh, to, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if I can have a crush on Esther. That's hard. For yeah. me. So I'm gonna have to uh, say it's now Lenore. you can. Now you I can. Know. I don't know. We're gonna see this season. I might be. I but she's like so full of, of love. Morals. You can have a crush on her. <laughs> You're right. She's very loving. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I wonder if it's time. For a certain corner. Oh my god, it is! It's time for boy corner, everyone. <laughs> Why one we've been, we've been. Oh my god, this this one's a long time in the making. Not just this episode, but uh, the, the not just the last few hours. I mean, but when we watch it, like, fuck, I gotta do that boy corner. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Five boys. Uh, number five. Number five. Absent boy Cole gets a mention. <laughs> Literally, because I don't think he's gotten a better piece of characterization than the wildest of us, Michaels. It's like, I, it's so good. It's so good. It's ah, just the way it's said. It's irresistible. I find it irresistible. Do you want to speak on New Cole briefly since you haven't really been able to? Oh, uh, he's he's a delight. He's he's who it obviously like he's this is who but he, we, we have like reinterpretations of the characters from like the, in, in Vincent and, you know, Lenore Esther or whatever. 
which are like her correct Lanester, which are like correcting and being like, oh, okay, this is like a great reimagining. That's like now I'm ready to accept this as like the best version of the character. Uh, Cole, it's more just like like oh, that's like who it. This is what it actually was like meant to be from the start. <laughs> like this is <laughs> this is actually like the, oh, I, okay, that's a character. There, there it is. There it is. Uh, number four, Marcel. He's, he's great. Not, yeah. not a lot of Marcel. Marcel will talk about it. not a lot of cool, uh, crazy moments, but he's smart. He's you know he's getting what he wants. He's making moves. Uh, I think he has a very uh, logical and reasonable uh, approach to what he what he wants to do. Here, I will have more to say about him later in the season. Top three boys. This is this is very hard to rank, and it could really be any any order. You mm-hmm. could really, and they keep te- they kept you know they tug it back from each other as as the scene is going on. But we'll start we'll start with Finn. Oh. My God! Mm-hmm. What Yusuf Gatewood does to to reinterpret Finn here in in this episode, especially you see it. I, I think it's I, it's unreal how good he is because I think you watched the earlier Finn stuff, and I don't even know how I would have thought to like even approach doing a, a more refined or like better version of this Mm -hmm. but i i love what he landed on which to me it's like he sort of interpreted it as like okay this guy was in a box for 900 years so he has 900 years of like pent-up energy but he is like still fundamentally a drip so like he he like so he doesn't like so as he's like has all this like boiling under the surface he's like constantly trying to like hold it back in but like failing and so he's just kind of like releasing a constant little screaming valve of steam (laughs) all the time as like 900 years of energy is like escaping out of his face Mm -hmm. and he like hates that he's doing it but like can't do but he's like unable not to and like also is like enjoying it sometimes (laughs) it's great he's like nuts and it's very in line with like what it was while giving you a distinctly opposite vibe from uh from any of the from the other klaus and from all the other brothers others it's it's genius and he's just such a he's such a fucking good actor he can do he can do anything it's incredible um yeah. i i think he's i think he's amazing in this episode and the and when he's just ranting at them it's <laughs> it's so fucking good uh which when leads us to number when two he's going off script completely it's just like, yes oh, and, no. <laughs> yes boy corner uh leads us to number leads us to number two elijah who like my gut, like any, you know, nine out of 10, even originals episodes, Elijah would be number one for how fucking good he is here. And is just like his, his, like his amusement at, at Finn and his just like, <laughs> his totally like not like being phased even a little and like him and class just kind of like kind of finding it funny and then just like <laughs> turning it back on him and being like, well, you just suck. And you still <laughs> suck. like he, the way he handles him is so fucking funny I, I i think it's incredible and then he like goes back on it later and you see like the actual meaning of the words did kind of like bother him the whole like well yeah we have been complete shitheads for a thousand years like it's true like he's 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 both like he's able to like you know high hand finn because it's like on the one hand it's like no i do not believe that you finn would have made better use of this time you are pathetic but like i don't disagree that we could have made much better use of this time for ourselves like that that does like cut a little bit and then his his speech to klaus where he just like goes back and does the elijah thing that he always is doing of like you brother ultimate like where he (laughs) you know finally is like hyping him up and like getting him back to that place because he needs him as this like stable point or like this like powerful like weapon even it's 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 so good oh my god it's so good number one boy Hmm, who's left this is gonna shock you to hear this (laughs) 
<laughs> Motherfucking Klaus. And here's what it is. Here's what it is. Okay. Yes, there's all this, there's all the stuff in the present and with the like all the, you know, shit with Finn and everything he does. There, there's a ton of there's a ton of great Klaus stuff. He's doing very good, good Klaus Haley in this shit. episode. Good stuff, great stuff with Haley. There's so much. But really, in the past, when he is playing this teenager. And like literally, I, the, when, when I rewatched this episode, my my emotional arc was going from Jesus Christ, he cannot play a sixteen year old, to like basically crying at the end of the scene, which is <laughs> which, and the way he, and the way that he that Joseph Morgan sells the fact that like this kid who has been beat on and like hated by the one person he's wanted approval from all his life. He's just wanted this love. He's wanted this acceptance and he's never been able to get it. But this one time where he fought back and used violence and intimidation and he wasn't able to get love, but he was able to get fear and the Ah, he has at this, at this different like sensation that he was able to to evoke. This this like this like awe at his own power, at able like his ability to to rip something out of the world that was being denied to him. Not in the way that uh, he was raped, you know, his mother is telling him to, and that, that like the world is telling him to, with like love and kindness and honesty <laughs> and courage and whatever. But but like by fucking fighting and making someone else scared of you that he realizes that can get him what he wants. You see in his face, you see the next thousand years. And I and it's and Joseph Morgan's a fucking genius. And it's it's perfect as he's like this scared little boy realizing that the only thing that has worked so far to make him not scared is being the monster. It's 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 the character and he does it and he's a fucking genius and he does it as a little boy and he does that moment and he excels it fucking completely. He he's he's a fucking king. And I like and Elijah in this episode is like do does like almost everything else. And almost I'm like, yeah, Elijah's the best character. But then when I see Klaus do that, when I see Joseph Morgan do that, it's like, no, this is like this is like the Renaissance painting shit where you could see on this guy's or on Joseph Morgan's fucking face the reason that like he is a famous actor and that he is able to do this because he's able to tap like even in, in ways if you look at like he might not be you know, in a, in the modern sense, doing what you necessarily think of as like the best like prestige acting or whatever, but the way he's able to evoke these deep, essential, primal emotions. Uh, so good. Genius. Perfect. Number one boy. <laughs> that was beautiful. That was so lovely. Thank you. Very that's, well our, spoken. that's our boy corner. Yeah. Thank you. you love Klaus, don't you? Well, who, who fucking wouldn't? Except for, <laughs> except for all the people who've met him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Glass is your boy. Like he, he's such a bitch, and I think you, you really love that. He's, for he's him. a huge bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what's so great about him. He is like he's just like the kind of the most exceptional bitch. <laughs> God, I love him. Um, yeah, I feel like I had I thought of something to say while you were talking, and then I lost it. But I, you're you're a good kid. Maybe we should let Jill rank and then you can figure it out. How, how am I supposed to follow that? You know? <laughs> like, that was so good. Was great. <laughs> you know, we'll do your best. It's fine. I believe in you. I bet I'll <laughs> My best is going to be awful. <laughs> how many people are in your rankings this week, Jill? Um, five. Okay. okay. Uh, and it's quite different from last time. So, because <laughs> most of them weren't in this episode. Time. 
Yeah. <laughs> was it Cammy five times last time? It yeah, sure it was, was. Cammy five times. <laughs> um, number five is Gia. Did you get that Python? I can't wait for her to get higher because I know she's going to move her way up. But for right now, number five. So, number four is Haley. Okay, Season two, Haley. Two. Having agency, mm-hmm. being angry, being a bitch. I love it. We love. Number three is Klaus. Uh, for killing Cassie with his words. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens. <laughs> you know what? Up one from last week. Very deserved. <laughs> killing you, Cassie, with my words. <laughs> Number I'm two. very musical today. <laughs> I like it. It's very nice. I'm loving Which it. Which is rare because Michael is, and music, I, I don't, doesn't connect. <laughs> oh, why ever not? <laughs> it's, str- it's strange. As the, as the best singer of our generation, I can be so shy sometimes. <laughs> this is your chance. This You have the mic. <laughs> you have the mic. Well, you know, I'm, I'm teasing. You know, I'm teasing it out. We'll see. We'll see Brotherhood of the Damned for more, more singing. All right. All right. <laughs> Number two. Vincent and his tiny yes. eyes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Let's go. Oh, yes. Not ranked last week. Good to see him here. It just like, yeah, that first scene yeah. just immediately <sighs> was in the top three. Right? Nice. Goddamn. He's so cool. Yeah. But number one mm-hmm. has to go to Lenore. Yes. She's so cool. <laughs> Fuck yeah, she is. It's a shame that uh, some evil racist bitch stole her body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this is probably her only time at number mm-hmm. one. <laughs> and you know who was watching this season of the originals? Jordan Peele. Where do you think he got the fucking idea? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jordan Peele confirmed TVD stand. <laughs> Yeah, Lenore's in the in the sunken place for sure. <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus. Oh <laughs> God, I, I I love her. These are some great, absolutely fire rankings, and I'm very happy to see them here. <laughs> Just Vincent at two. <laughs> yeah, God, the, amazing. Oh, oh yeah. For what I was gonna say about Finn is that the the choice to like double down on Finn's self righteousness like as if he was like before I used to be self righteous in this kind of removed way where I was like ah I'm above everything very silently and then I got killed and I decided not again it's like as if he was like bullshit okay I tried being nice yeah no more of that I am mad forever now (laughs) I want to die he dies never mind (laughs) not like that you fucks (laughs) Oh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I would say fully at this point. Welcome to season two. Are you are you feeling like it's a pretty big difference from one? Yeah, that was a solid end to this episode because I'm actually intimidated by mm-hmm. Esther and Finn. First what? time ever. <laughs> it's unreal. <laughs> it, it takes the whole first season of work to get to you know the story they have to do, which is okay. It's the family. Like now, it's yeah. Mm-hmm. It's here's the whole fucking family. They didn't. They had to come up with a way to do this on this show because <laughs> to have to, to not. It's 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 insane. It would be insane not to do it. Yeah, 
And even right. at yeah. the end of season one, you're like, not really excited. It's like, it's Finn and Esther and then. <laughs> right, because they already did it. And it was like a little mid, but like not in a way that was terrible because it's like, okay, it wasn't the main thrust. But now it has yeah. to be. So fucking cool. Um, I would <laughs> love if, if if we could ask like the like some some TBD and originals writers like anything for me it would be about this like seemingly two season pitch they had to like set up for themselves for both of these series like five and six for Vampire Diaries and one and two for the originals because it it just feels like they must have had to have th- these whole ideas like at one time right yeah. I wonder if it started of like needing all of the originals back and being like, okay, how can we do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, yeah. It's it, like, it, yeah, it does feel like around like partway through season five, it all just becomes like groundwork for this twin, like season six and season two, which are both so insanely good. Like I, by the, towards, I, and I'll come up like season six is, is the better season. I would, I would say of the, think, of the yeah. two, but, uh, but not to say that season, season two of the originals, I would put very high. Like, it's certainly among, like, you know, if you, I, I don't have a ranking, but if you were to rank, you know, seasons one, two, three, and six of the Vampire Diaries, I think originals is somewhere in that mix. I, season two, I just don't know where I would end up putting it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely say it's as good as, like, like, like better than season three of the Vampire Diaries because it's more consistent. Um, and that, and you, you guys know how I love my yeah. season three. Like that's, I, that's I, a personal great. favorite. <laughs> but you know, I'm like objectively, it's probably better. Because I was just re-listening to season three, and it's like, yeah, it's starts off high, and it's like yeah, the highs are high, the lows are Esther. <laughs> the lows are Esther, but God, I do I love three. Three is yeah. three is where I live. Yeah, the, the season two of the originals, I would I would say the highs are like this; they're insane, and then the lows are like pretty good. Yeah, mm-hmm. the lows are solid. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, fuck yeah. Um, anything else, gang? Before we close it on up, I am just I'm so yeah, happy. Back to my bedtime. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just really excited. Me too. Both of these seasons seem like they're gonna be great. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm going. I'm doing. I'm doing Vampire Diaries next. There's a. There's some great shit to to talk about. Yeah. Next time you see Michael, it's going down for real. Cut <laughs> 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 by plugs. It's cut by plugs. I'm not a stranger. No, I have plugs. Um, all right. Well, I guess then um, you can follow us on socials. Uh, the information's in the show notes. Check those out. Or just search for The Empire Diaries. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Heck, we're on TikTok. Um, and we're not active, but we're there. <laughs> we are not active, but there are a couple of them. Jill did a very good job. Maybe we'll start doing them again. I don't know. Uh, tell us if you want us to make more TikToks. <laughs> we are also uh, available on Patreon. And at the time that this will be posted, all our new Patreon stuff will be up there. We have recently revamped the Patreon. And I'm sure if you follow us on socials, you will have heard all about it. We have a bunch of new fun things, including like, us covering the DVD cast and other things, us doing DVD commentaries, Latoya watching Twilight, etc. <laughs> and we're gonna have a real, real fun time. So you should definitely join us there. We are Amp Diaries Pod on Patreon. And Jill, where can the people find you? I am on Twitter at Jill Bobaggins, two I's instead of two L's. Hell yeah. And if we find that person with the yeah. two L's, <laughs> I'm bringing this back. Oh, I'm gonna get them. <laughs> Wherever you are, I it's wonder, not safe. I wonder if they're still active. I should look it up. 
you, maybe you doing. could take it back. <laughs> <laughs> Which way? Where can the people find you? And should they? I don't know. You let them know. Okay. You can, if you're going to be normal, find LaToya at LaFergs on Twitter. It's a very good account. You can have access to her writings there. But if you're going to be a little fucking freak about it, uh, I you can't find her goddamn anywhere. I'm sorry. She's just not <laughs> online. <laughs> um, Michael, where can the people find you and should they be normal? Michael Chasen on Twitter. I, yeah, you, you can be normal. That's fine. I'm not too bothered if you're not like i don't, I don't know <laughs> if you're not he's just like he might be mean back to you we'll just talk shit like i you know <laughs> <laughs> fair enough but, yeah but uh no yeah please please follow i'm hemorrhaging followers but i do think it is mostly just bots being deleted by after i think that there was some kind of lull in that management for some reason uh <laughs> all you. the bots i paid for to follow just me. Like <laughs> yes exactly exactly so i would i would love to get those oh i'd love to get those up 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 um, all right. Well, uh, in uh, in the meantime, uh, this has been the Empire Diaries, and you should, if you are feeling worried, if you're feeling uh, scared, just hold your bird necklace, and we'll be there right <laughs> with you. <laughs> I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all. I'm blacker than black, blacker than black, black, I'm blacker than black, yo, because I'm black and I'm black. <laughs>